Welcome to Crummer Connections podcast series. I'm your host, JB Adams. In this series, I'm talking with Crummer alumni and inviting them to share their accomplishments, challenges, and best business advice. Today's show is brought to you by the Crummer Graduate School of Business at Rollins College. Consistently ranked as the number one MBA in the state of Florida, the Crummer School offers a variety of educational programs to prepare you to become a global, responsible business leader. The Crummer Graduate School of Business, experience excellence. Today's guest is Joshua Snyder. He graduated from Crummer with his MBA in 2010. He currently serves as the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships and Business Development at Power DMS, a company which provides comprehensive cloud-based compliance and content management solutions to help organizations reduce risk and liability. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thanks, JB. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Now, I just want to start by acknowledging, and this is what I have heard, quote unquote, everybody knows Josh Snyder <laughs> in the Crummer family, uh, and maybe not everybody knows you, but a lot of people should know you because you have a long relationship with the school from the time that you graduated. So what are the, all the things that people would recognize you for? <laughs> Um, well, I, I, I uh, as you mentioned, I graduated in 2010, so I was there since 2008. Uh, almost immediately, I started uh, working in the Entrepreneurship Center as the assistant director there. Uh, I did that for about five years, and then uh, I've stayed involved with the school and tried to, you know, be a guest server at Oktoberfest and, and do whatever I can to stay close to the school, uh, which has a very special place in my heart because of all the time I've spent there. And, uh, and recently, I uh, joined the alumni board this year. Uh, so I'm also on the alumni board for Crummer. I do have to ask you this. Mm -hmm. is, is it okay for us to show photos of you from Oktoberfest? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably, that's probably a fine thing to do. And to say the least, uh, you made an impression at, at Oktoberfest. And, uh, uh, <laughs> I, think, I, think, uh, I think some folks would remember my performances. They may not remember my face, but uh, these pictures might... Uh, might jog their memory a bit. Yeah, yeah of course. And, and uh, I mean, I'm certain that you and I will do Oktoberfest again in the future. Absolutely. I happen to love it. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit more about Power DMS. First of all, I want to know where the name came from. What does it mean? <laughs> there, there's some folklore around that. I mean, Power DMS is a 20-year-old company now, very, very entrepreneurial in its beginning. Uh, the early days, it was called Innovative Data Solutions. Uh, and the concept was that it would be a company that produced many different types of applications. Uh, but the one that, uh, that is our flagship product is the one that really took off and, and the, the brand of that product eventually became the name of the company. And for a long time, uh, DMS was sort of one of those things like good song lyrics where it was whatever you want it to be, uh, whatever it means to you. Uh, but today, uh, Power DMS means document management simplified. Uh, we've sort of codified that into the canon of our company, and uh, that's what that's what we do at, at our core, and uh, and so that's what DMS stands for. Well, I knew there was an answer to that question, uh, and so everybody heard my introduction about what Power DMS does, but I'd like to have you break it down into layman's terms. Yeah, and our mission is to help our customers increase trust and efficiency by simplifying how they manage and share crucial information. And I understand that that sounds broad. Uh, we work with the public safety fields of law enforcement and fire and emergency management services. 
and we work with healthcare, with hospitals and ambulatory surgery centers and behavioral health facilities and a variety of other high risk, high liability industries in the commercial sector. Uh, and so, you know, what, what organizations want to have in place in order to make sure that they're guiding their employees' behavior in a way that leads to good outcomes mm -hmm. is a system that both allows them to manage all the policies of the organization, review them, have very tight version control, draw people's attention to items when they change, collect attestations from their employees and make sure that their employees have access to these documents whenever and wherever they are. Uh, I want to talk more about your role, VP of Strategic Partnerships and Business Development. First of all, give us a little explanation of what you do in that role and then tell us what you love about it. Sure. It's, the title's way too long. I know it's a mouthful, but uh, it, there's a lot in there. And, um, but uh, I'm business development more in the, in the classic sense, I would say. Um, where I focus primarily on different channels and partnership vehicles that help us grow our company. Uh, PowerDMS is a content management system that produces not a single piece of content on our own. And so a lot of folks have a set of needs when they come to us as a prospect uh, that include content. They need, they need consultants to come in and advise them on their policies. They want some sample or model policies to start building from as they're redoing their policy manual. Um, all the different accreditation partnerships that we have, we put those standards manuals into our product and allow people to consume them in our product and map them to their policies. And all of those are relationships that me and uh, my team manage uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And so we currently probably have about 70 different active partnerships um, based on a number of factors. I think that'll grow to close to a hundred over uh, the next several months. Um, and as we, as the team grows, hopefully to manage those uh, because of a lot of things that are going on right now, both in healthcare and public safety. Tell us what you love about it. Uh, you know what I love the most is that it's uh, it's not a, it's not a role um, where every day is the same. I'm working on projects all the time related to every facet of our business whether it be pricing or new product offerings, uh, new go-to-market strategies. So that's a really fun and dynamic environment. And I'm, I'm really, really happy to be uh, part of the leadership team and able to interact with all those folks uh, on those different things. I, I would not do well if I had a job uh, that was the same day in and day out, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. When we come back in a moment, we're going to hear more about Josh Snyder's backstory and how he became who he is. Stay with us. We are back with Josh Snyder of Power DMS, and we're going to learn a little bit more about how he came to be who he is as a business person by delving into his backstory. So Josh, first, some fast facts. Let's uh, find out where were you born? I was actually born in Winter Park Hospital, right down the road from Rollins. Okay. And where were you raised? Uh, but they brought me home to Sanford and I've lived in Sanford pretty much my whole life with the exception of a couple of years when I was away at college. Okay. So Sanford is your hometown. I want to find out what your early business influences were. Did you have some role models growing up who introduced um, you? Yeah, in a roundabout sort of way, I, I certainly had a, a lot of role models, but uh, the first and the earliest ones are my parents. My, my parents themselves are, 
would not classify themselves this way, but they're entrepreneurs. They, they uh, own an art studio. They met in art school at Ringling over in Sarasota and they're sculptors. Uh, they do a lot of work in the commercial industry uh, of art uh, for movie studios, uh, some stuff at the theme parks. Um, they did uh, a lot of things that are still on display at the Magic Kingdom and MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios. Are they still in business? They are, absolutely, yeah. They're still grind, grinding away. And uh, they also work on a show called Robot Chicken on Cartoon Network. They do a lot of celebrity head sculpts for that. Um, and uh, that show is still going strong after 10 seasons. And I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll keep making more episodes because it's a, a very well-liked property. Since day one, uh, that's a, that's, that was a fun project for them. But, um, you know, I, they're not business people, though. Uh, and so when I started my undergrad, I thought I wanted to go to med school. But uh, in a, through a series of events, I decided to, to that wasn't for me. And I wanted to go into business. And immediately when I started taking classes, I learned that uh, there were some things that I could apply that I was learning in my undergraduate finance and accounting and marketing classes that I could start uh, experimenting with in their business if they would give a young, you know, 20 year old kid the opportunity. Uh, and fortunately for me, they did. And um, uh, I was able to put some, some business principles to work to help them grow and professionalize their business. Um, but they were still role models for me in business because of um, one real simple thing. And that's, they're two of the hardest working people I've ever met. And as a result, they've got lifelong clients because regardless of whether they underquoted a job or whether, uh, you know, uh, they were having to stay up all night to get something done. They just got it done every time. Uh, you know, they're, they're in their late fifties, early sixties now, and, and they still have that same level of work ethic. Um, and they'll grind it out until it's done. And, uh, just the ability to kind of dig in your heels and get work done is something that, uh, I, I very much value, um, in people I work with and, and I try to aspire to myself. So if I hear you right, working with your parents was really one of your first jobs as a professional, right? Yeah, absolutely. What were some of the early lessons that you had sort of representing the company that your parents <laughs> owned? Well, uh, I came into my parents' organization at a time when they were, they were, they had, they had under quoted quite a few jobs and were quite backed up with work and did not really have time to get out there and uh, prospect for new clients, possibly higher paying clients or um, clients for, you know, that would give them steadier streams of, of, of work. And uh, so reluctantly, my father let me go uh, up to, I paid my own way, but I went up to New York City, I drove, uh, and I went to a, a trade show called Toy Fair that gets held there every year. It's a, it's a, a show that you know, basically people that make uh, toys, figurines, collectible items are presenting it to potential retailers. And uh, all of these toy makers that could potentially hire my parents to make collectible items uh, for them to prototype collectible items were there. And I, uh, I thought, you know, based on my uh, boyish charm and uh, my, my positive attitude, I was going to be able to go and walk up to those folks and know exactly what to say to earn their business. And uh, it, was a, it was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> I, uh, I had a lot of, I learned to overcome objections uh, by doing that after 10 or 12 of those uh, booth stops. And, um, and I, I ended up leaving there with uh, our, our company's highest grossing client um, 
still to this day, uh, in terms of what they were hiring us for and the level of work. And um, that, was, that was a very rewarding outcome. Uh, but it, it, it also, I also ended up with a lot of egg on my face. Aside from the fact that boyish charm is not enough to close a sale, <laughs> what would you say is the takeaway from this lesson? Um, I, think, uh, I think if you're going to embark on a new task professionally, uh, you should find somebody who's been there and done that and you should solicit feedback. And I don't care if you are, you know, somebody who's been an executive for 30 years, um, coming into a situation, uh, assuming that you've got all the skills and traits from past experiences to make those work in a new environment is probably not a, a formula for success. And even if it is, I, I promise you the people observing you uh, on either side of, uh, you know, the deal table, either whether it's organizations you're working with or, or folks that you're working with in your own organization are, are going to identify clear gaps that you could have overcome if you had solicited feedback before you went into that endeavor. So I wish I had gotten a little bit more uh, coaching on professional selling. I wish I had talked to some folks that were friendly to our, our, my, my uh, parents' company in the industry to solicit their feedback before I went into that exercise. Um, and I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have, you know, run into the challenges that I faced when I was there. Yeah. yeah. Excellent lessons. Uh, when we come back in a moment, we are going to hear more about Josh's Crummer experience. Stay with us. We are back with Josh Snyder of Power DMS, and it's time to find out about how he found his way to the Crummer Graduate School of Business. So Josh, what was going on at the time that it, you made this decision? Um, well, I got my undergrad in 2008, and um, I, I did not uh, intend to set off and get my MBA right away, but it was 2008, and uh, we were right in the middle of the Great Recession and uh, work for a newly minted undergraduate business administration major was not easy to come by. And none of the jobs that were available, I thought, would either be fulfilling or set me up for the kind of success I wanted to have or the, the path I wanted to go in my career. So I, I kind of did it on my own and I, I, I sort of lucked into a good decision, uh, which was to go get my MBA. Um, I, I thought that I needed to get, um, you know, I thought that th that period of time would be a great opportunity to continue to refine my business skills, uh, to continue to learn and build on not only what I had taken from my undergrad, but also my, my professional experience to date um, and, and find a way to set myself apart. There was no telling when things were going to get better in the job market, but I knew with, with an MBA, I was going to have... Um, you know, a lot more uh, opportunities, um, even if there were only a handful out there. All right. Well, we each find our way to Rollins uh, in a unique path. Uh, <laughs> it's time now, Josh Snyder. We're going to play Crummer Insider Free Association. Uh, I'm going to read you a list of prompts, and I'm going to invite you to say the first thing that comes to mind. These will all be easy, mostly. And uh, are you ready to play? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay, I know you know the answer to the, to the first one because you already told us this. I started my Crummer education in the year... 2008. And I finished classes and graduated in the year... 2010, right on time. 
uh, the state of the economy while I was a student was poor, <laughs> not not good. Uh, I hope fortunately there was some you started to see some light at the end of the tunnel and an upward trajectory, but generally it was bleak. OK, my cohort name and number was EA 13. There were this many students in my cohort. 82, I believe. Wow, a big one. Uh, my cohort was known for being big, <laughs> just as you said, it, I, I believe it still might be the largest cohort ever. Um, it was really difficult even just to kind of get to know everybody and uh, get on a first name basis with everyone in the two years. It was very, very big. Yeah. For our international study, we went to uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. My favorite course was technology entrepreneurship. Okay. Technology management was what it was called. All right. So I want to follow up on your favorite course. This was a surprise to you, right? Technology was, was really, is always, you know, over the past, you know, 125 years has really changed the world in a lot of profound ways. But um, technology and software was really starting to, you know, um, change the world at that time. Certainly social media and people were just like, profoundly, you know, confused and interested in the success of platforms like Facebook. And, and I remember Professor Kupitz in that class making us create a Twitter account. And I still have it, the same Twitter account. And it's Joshua underscore Snyder. Like, good luck getting your first and last name on any social media platform. But that's how, you know, new Twitter was at the time. And my name's not super uncommon. So, um, and I... I didn't, I knew that I, technology was interesting, but in no way did I think that I was going to go become a technologist and work in technology as a career. But the things I learned in that course really sort of like made, gave me a broader sense about uh, the world of technology, the business of technology, and, um, and, and laid the foundation for what would eventually become my career. And uh, I'm certainly open to different opportunities, but I, I foresee uh, myself working um, specifically in, in business to business software for the duration of my career. Excellent. Great takeaways. Uh, when, we, when we come back for our next segment, we will hear about what happened next after Josh graduated. Back in a moment. We are back with Josh Snyder of Power DMS, and uh, we'd like to learn more about what happened after his Crummer experience and his early career post Crummer. So uh, it's graduation, it's 2010, and you've got a plan. Or, I don't know, do you have a plan? <laughs> uh, I, I, I was form, forming a plan. Uh, so... Um... It was seriously still the Great Recession. In yeah, I was going to say like 2010 didn't feel that different in terms of 2008. We were probably like at the same place, but just kind of like coming up out of the valley, if you will. Um, I remember I filled out a lot of job applications and I will say with my MBA, I felt qualified and was qualified based on um, based on the requirements for a lot of things that I wouldn't have been otherwise. However, with that being said, um, it was very difficult to get a call back with so many, uh, job seekers on the market. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so I spent a few months looking for different opportunities. I was still working with my parents. I did that all through my MBA program. I was a grad assistant in the Entrepreneurship Center uh, during my time at Crummer. And uh, I ran into Carrie Coates, and, who was the uh, executive director at the time and who I had worked for there and let her know about my sort of beating my head against the wall to try to find my, my thing. And she said, you know, why don't you come over, uh, work over here for, you know, four to six months. I'll get you networked locally, introduce you to some folks, and we'll help find your, your, your thing. And I said, this is like an amazing opportunity that I can't possibly turn down. So I went over with the plan of staying for six months. I ended up staying on for five years. And the reason is, is because that experience was great. I loved the job. I loved doing what I was doing. I loved working with students, which I still uh, try to do as often as I can through mentoring, guest lecturing, or whatever the opportunity uh, arises uh, for that to happen. Um, but uh, I also was continuing to get great exposure locally. I, I'm an Orlando guy, Central Florida guy, um, and I, I, I'm going to be here for the long haul. And so getting networked in the community um, Carrie was a great networker and had a phenomenal network. Um, and she had held a lot of prominent roles in the community before she came to um, Rollins, both with the Orlando Magic and CNL. So just getting to meet the people that she was connected to was, was wonderful. Very good. Uh, so five years at the Entrepreneurship Center. And at some point in time, you were starting to see signals that there was an opportunity that was next for you? How did you find your way to power DMS? Yeah, I, um, we, had, we had four pretty distinct programs we ran out of, out of the Entrepreneurship Center for growth stage companies, but occasionally um, someone would come to us with a need that our programs did not solve. Um, or I would just meet somebody in the community that had an interesting you know, issue that they needed some help with, and I would do a little consulting work with them. Uh, and Power DMS was one of those companies. And it's the first company that I consulted with where I really approached them and said, hey, I think I can help you guys with some stuff as I started to learn more about their business. The reason I proactively pursued them is the seeds that were laid in that technology management class for having an uh, you know, affinity and a, a desire to explore technology companies from looking at all these other different businesses to the work I did in the entrepreneurship center, I really realized I want to work for a technology company software, particularly subscription based software as a service can solve so many business problems. So quickly you can build these solutions and scale them up quickly uh, with the right uh, technology people and capital. Uh, and then they can be implemented so quickly in organizations to rapidly shift uh, the way that business is done. Uh, or a problem is solved in those in those organizations, and so uh, that that whole dynamic was just extremely fascinating to me. And so, um, you know, that consulting gig at Power DMS uh, lasted about six months, mm -hmm. and I did another six month consulting uh, stint with them, looking at new industries and strategies there. And then I got brought on as the director of business development in October of 2016 and uh, completed my five years at Rollins and transitioned right to Power DMS. Time to bring this conversation to a close. So I just want to ask, Josh, people have listened to your story. They're going to take an interest in what you have to say. What is the best way for them to reach you if they have questions or, or just want to find out more? I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. 
my email address is joshua.snyder at poweredems.com. Um, and I, and I still take advantage of my lifelong Rollins email address. So you can get me at jsnyder at rollins.edu as well. Perfect. Uh, to sort of summarize all of this with Crummer as uh, the centerpiece, how would you say your Crummer experience changed you? When you go to get your MBA, you're, you're, you're learning how to be a leader. Um, when you come out of that program, I think, um, all the marketing, the management, the leadership, uh, you know, the, the, the accounting, all that sort of, you know, kind of jumbles together in your brain because it came at you so hard and fast. But what it does is it embodies you with a set of skills that sets you up to be a leader, a functional leader in an area of a business or the leader of a company. Um, and so that you're ready uh, with a complete understanding of how all those things work together to make good decisions. And so that's what I feel like coming out of Crummer, I was ready to be a leader. I was ready to step into any business and provide value uh, through the, the principles and the, the, the you know, various sets of things that I learned through my MBA. Mm-hmm. And so if there's someone who's listening to this conversation right now, and maybe they're a prospective student and they're on the fence, should I get my MBA? Should I go to Crummer? What would your advice to them be? I would ask yourself, do you, why are you doing it? And if the answer is because you want to be a leader, then you're making the right decision. Uh, getting an MBA and putting that on your resume is making a statement to the world and everyone else that's ever going to look at your resume or look at your LinkedIn profile that you're a leader. Uh, and I think that's the best reason to go get your MBA is because you want to be a leader. You want to be a leader in your field. Uh, you want to be a leader in your industry. You want to be a leader in your company. And uh, if, if you want to be a leader and you're thinking about getting your MBA, you should do it. Excellent advice. Josh Snyder of Power DMS. Thanks for being with us today and sharing your stories. It's always a great pleasure. And I look forward to finding out what happens next. Thanks, JP. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, Josh. Today's show is brought to you by the Crummer Graduate School of Business at Rollins College. Now is a great time to consider enhancing your career success by pursuing an advanced degree in business. And the Crummer School offers a variety of educational programs to help you become a global, responsible business leader. To learn more about the programs and begin the application process, go to crummer.rollins.edu. The Crummer Graduate School of Business, experience excellence. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again soon with another episode. Crummer Connection podcast series is a production of Victor Media Group. It's the mission of Victor Media Group to make the world a better place by making ourselves better people. If you like this show, follow us at Victor Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today's show was created and hosted by J.B. Adams, executive produced by Gerard Mitchell, with production by Jeremy Harmson and production assistance by Gerardo Abreu. Our gratitude goes out to Mike Brown and Loveland Finley in Alumni Relations for their gracious help and support. Until next time, be at Lux.